Hello and welcome back to Moving Mountains for You. This is Ice Lux Zeladon. I go by Sachi Ice Queen on a lot of social medias. Today's guest is Ekaterina Palmito. Um, she is from Russia. She is a, a certified success mindset coach and a business mentor. She um, does a lot of things for her community. You can find her on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Instagram, um, YouTube. You can go to um, katiapalmito.com for more information. Um, she is part a, of a, a 9 to Fly uh, group that she, that she does. And so, yeah, definitely check out her information. She definitely coaches a women to who want to thrive and so if you're feeling stuck stressed or just fed up and you want some more fulfilling life definitely check her out so enjoy want well, to figure that out <laughs> yeah uh, so if you have another Facebook Live in the future, now you know how it kind of works. <laughs> I, I know. I guess I will need step-by-step process from you so, <laughs> to know how exactly it works. Yeah, Instagram, I think, is a little easier when it comes to Instagram Lives. Um, yeah. Yeah. Instagram, you just request to join and that's it. And you're in it. And you can have up to four or five people right now. Yeah. Yeah, Instagram yeah. has a lot of cool things. Um, Facebook is kind of older and so i have a lot more uh people on here than on i mean i have a lot of people on instagram too but um the people from facebook i mean i've since facebook started <laughs> i've uh, i've met with them so it, it i use both platforms a lot but facebook is one of the ones that i just use to because it's because of the marketplace it's to me i i like it better for lives um but uh, yeah, uh, so excited to see you. I did a little bit of an introduction. You know, you're a sure. you're a mindset and a clarity coach, and so I was so excited to have you on, and for you to share your knowledge with all of my followers and all of my, um, you know, viewers. Uh, right now, we don't have very many just because it's of the time, but. Um, most of my viewers, they usually watch it replay, you know, right, um, which right. I kind of like it a little bit better. That way I'm not kind of interrupted as much <laughs> reading the comments. And so, um, it makes the video a lot more concise and a lot just more better to me, in my opinion. Yes. So yes. I like to have these types of, like this time is perfect. I want to but it's so sunny, so I'm just have to keep them all <laughs> where, where are you the, uh, where are you currently in new jersey uh uh new jersey i live in new jersey and it's like it's a spring full speed um i live in jersey shore so it's very warm out i just finished my workout so now i'm sitting down and chatting with you so that's awesome yeah. i always hear your voice on uh you know clubhouse and so it's nice to not just see a picture you know what i mean <laughs> yes I mean, I post a lot of videos and reels, uh, but I guess it's still very different than just chatting with someone. Yeah. So you totally right. But okay, well, um, so the first question that I did want to ask you is, how old were you when you first came to the United States, and where did you immigrate from? Mm, 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 mm. Good question. So 
the first well i was 20 i was 20 years old and i came here over the summer i was just work and travel students i had my tourist visa and i didn't speak any english i was bossing in the restaurant making seven dollars an hour cleaning the buckets may live in six people in a studio apartment so i was 20 years old it was just the summer but when september came around i actually turned 21 that summer and i realized i don't want to go back to russia i don't i just wanted to live my life to the fullest so i ended up reapplying for other visa um and i was just working for cash <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> because what I mean, it's work for cash. So, and that's when my journey started. Two years later, I got a green card. I got citizenship five years at five year mark. And yeah, that's when my journey shortly, briefly begun. That's amazing. You know, like I, I am a child of immigrants. And so I look up to my mom and everybody likes, like they're that generation so much just because like it's hard like it's hard being an immigrant in a new like learning a new language learning you know everything that you know leaving your home yeah first of all. and so i think like when i heard your um your story about uh you were talking about um you know when you immigrated from russia and you know how you were talking about freedom of speech and so that yeah. That was the one that what I heard, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to talk to her. Like I'm like, oh, like, so I was like, so yeah. I was like on yes, speak your mind. Mm-hmm. No, I just have to add here because I was so intimidated by everyone because I was just not understanding a single word and I clearly can I clearly can understand how immigrants get treated because I was one of them. I was getting yelled at in restaurants. I was I was not treated very good. I, I felt it, like I knew it. And I'm not saying it's everywhere like this, oh God, no. But my first job, I was not treated well. My second job, I was treated amazing. First job, no. And I could definitely tell I felt as a minority and I was afraid to speak my mind first because I feel like my opinion didn't matter. And second, because you didn't speak. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, no, no. Okay, so my second question is, what was the hardest struggle you had to face as an adult? Uh, A hardest struggle, being alone in different country. I think that was hardest, having betrayal from my friends, getting fired from the job, not having the ability to find a new job because I couldn't work, obviously. I didn't have visa to work. Um, so living of savings, basically, um, until I got my green card. It was very challenging because I didn't have friends, I didn't have family here, and everyone who I started meeting, they became friends, but still kind of new. Like, it's difficult even going to DMV and trying to pass your written task for your license challenge because you have to call the taxi, drive there, you don't have friends. You can't even share your happiness with everyone, anyone. So I would always go back home like, oh my God, I did this. And people eventually couldn't understand what I'm talking about. But that's how I start building everything here. And all of my friends right now, 99% of the people, 99.9, all from United States. So over the course of almost nine years, my life, fully, fully transition into being here. So I feel myself as a stranger in Russia, actually, oh, wow. than here. <laughs> yeah. That is a, that's a crazy transition uh, to just, yeah. wow. Uh, but I definitely know yeah. what you mean, though, because, um, like, I, 
uh, originally am from California, and I moved here to Arkansas. And so every time, uh, yeah, every yeah, every time I go back to uh, California, a little bit, of, a little part of me, it makes me sad because I'm like, that's not my home anymore. And so, uh, so when I moved here, you know, to Arkansas when I was like 11, I was like, you know. I didn't know anybody. I knew the language, so I would, didn't have that part. Okay. So, but I didn't know anybody. I didn't have any friends. I was a big introvert. I didn't really share that much. You know, I was very shy. Um, and now people are like, "You're you write? You're an author? You do this? You do that? You were so quiet in high school." And so I was like, "Well, I didn't really want to open up to anybody." <laughs> and so, oh my, I so relate to exactly what you're saying because school doesn't mean anything. And I was very shy, shy kid. If I'm late to my class in like five minutes, I would not even come in because I would be so embarrassed that the entire class would be looking at me. Or if I'm the one who completed homework or got A on a test, I would be so embarrassed because everyone else got B or C and I feel like, oh, are you like smart ass kind of thing. So I, I always had good grades, but I was always very shy and I exactly can tell like your story similar to mine because I was very quiet, like quiet. And now you cannot shut me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the same way too. You know, I think when you uh, lean into your purpose, I think it definitely makes you um be a little bit more open to sharing and so yeah. that you know goes on to my next question uh why did you want to become a coach oh good question um all right i faced the rock bottom let me just turn my air conditioner i faced the rock bottom uh in august 2019 august 2019 um well first of all let just clearly just quickly the past right the first of all when i started my work journey in russia i was making 200 dollars a month right and i was still going to school full-time so when i came to america i was like oh my god i can make seven dollars an hour that's awesome so wow like i was like okay i'll do anything Then, of course, I started realizing what I'm worth and my knowledge and my skills. So I already had a degree. Then I moved on to the job $15 an hour. Then I moved on to job 25 So eventually, in August 2019, I had a job which paid me almost 100 k That was like 95 And I was actually working at Target. I know you know Target. And I always had the dream hit 100 k mark before age of 30. And now I'm 29. And last year, I, was like, I quit in August. Once I hit the mark at the age of like 29, I was like, wow, I did it. But something was just so empty. Nothing was there. I hated my job. I hated my days. I was depressed. And that's when I realized it was never about money. I wanted to be recognized. I wanted to prove myself and others that I'm worth it. And that's why I competed. That's why I was a bikini competitor. That's why I was making so much money. All of the things I've done wasn't for me. I've always done to prove someone else wrong. My mom, my family. And don't get me wrong, I don't want to say prove them wrong like they said you'll fail. No, not that. But like prove them that I can, right? And when I realized that, what am I proving here for? Like I am living a miserable life. I'm constantly hungry. I'm working out too much. I'm exhausted from work. 
I just, it was bad. It was so bad. I actually officially was diagnosed with depression first time in my life because nothing brought me joy anymore. That was like it. And then my friend of mine, she was a coach and she just coached me a couple things. And she asked me them. And she basically asked, what do you want? And I was like, uh, no one asked me this before. Like no one asked me what I want. Like I did what I supposed to do. I went to college, I finished, I went to work. And after she was like, what is stopping you? And I wanted to say so many things, well, money and this. And then I realized that wasn't money. Like I saved enough to quit and leave. Like it wasn't this. I always felt because of childhood mindset, you have to work hard to make money and you cannot make money doing what you love. My mom would always say, hobby is hobby, job is job. Get your economics degree so at least you can find a job. And mind you, I hate it economics like I hate it then it clicked I was like oh my god and that's I heard about like life coach and that's what she was then eventually I went to school I went through a whole year of school so I'm not just calling myself a coach I'm actually a certified professional coach and I went through school which changed my life it was worth because it changed my life and from there I start helping others because I've come a long way I know what it means to please in others. I know what it means to stuck in your job and being afraid what others think. I know what it's like. I know when no one supports you and you're only one person in the world. Well, you can do whatever the heck you want to do. If only you're going to get this straight. That's an amazing answer. That's an amazing answer. So uh, I'm also, I'm a, I'm a life coach too, but it's, uh, I'm a spiritual life coach. Um, okay. There's so many different types of coaches, yes. uh, and so um, I'm certified through Udemy. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of them, but yeah, I'm certified through them. Udemy the courses? Yeah, they do online courses, and so there's just they have all kinds of coaches. You can be a business coach with them. You can be. Okay. They have like an array. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know Udemy. Uh, it's just a course platform. I went through iPad and. That was 300 hours. We have to be in the rooms and coach others. That was so intense. Intense. Like, that was sure. like great watch. Yeah, mine was only maybe like, I think it was five hours. It wasn't very long. Okay. Because I think it, okay. it, it was um, a lot of videos and a lot of worksheets, but it was basically just kind of like one semester of, you know, whatever. <laughs> Psychology, probably sociology. Oh. Love it. So, and it is accredited. So that's why I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to go with them just in case I want to go back to school or something. I, at least it's accredited, you know, so. Uh, yeah, be ICF accredited coach. You need at least 60 hours of, so if you continue your education, you can get into ICF level and be associate certified coach, um, master certified coach. And the more obviously experience you get, the higher your rank will be. So just do keep something in mind, keep coaching. Yeah, I think I, that's I think that's definitely my niche of what you know the so many different types of you know services and gifts people have. I love being someone's cheerleader, you know, and so that's something that you know I I've always loved to just cheer people on and give them encouragement. Awesome. Yeah, so, that's what the coach is asking questions and cheering you on. Yes. So my my next it. question is, if you could give a person who is in the middle of a mental battle some piece of advice, what would it be? Okay, I'm going to clarify. When you say mental battle, what do you mean by that? When 
like you said, you had depression, like that, like they have some kind of um, mental okay. illness or some kind of mental problem that they feel like they can't overcome and they're still struggling with that. You asking what my advice will be? Yes. Ask for professional help. Coach is not for you, 100%. As a CF certified coach, I am not allowed to take people with depression, literally. I can lose my credentials. If someone has depression and they work with psychiatrists and therapists and those to clarify them to work with me, I might choose to work with them, but I personally don't, but I might choose. However, if someone has severe depression or severe mental disorder, you don't need a coach first, you need psychiatrist or therapist because coaching takes you from a good level to the excellent level. If you are in the low, low, bad level, you're not good with yourself and your emotions and just completely lost, then you need a doctor. And it's a hundred percent. Also, I suggest if anyone watching us and they coaches, be careful when you take person with depression. Oh my God. Be very careful because when you ask them questions such as what is stopping you in your new journey or just some other thought provoking, if they are sick, for instance, you never know what kind of thoughts they have. What if they're suicidal? God, no, no. Someone has depression, no coaching. Not yet. Not yet. That's an amazing answer because like so many people nowadays, like they they think, you know, therapists, you know, or they're just like, okay, you know, they don't really seek help. And so um, I am a big therapy advocate because my son has autistic tendencies. And so I saw how therapy changed his life. And so even though I'm a certified life coach and everything, I talk to therapists all of the time. And I'm always like, you know, I appreciate you so much because, you know, they have, you know, credentials that a life coach doesn't. And so... Yes. That's 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 the perfect answer because that's definitely something that I wanted to address. Um, I agree, and it should not be a battle between coaches and therapists. I mean, I don't have battles, but I feel sometimes people misunderstand them and they don't understand each other. Well, just to be very clear, therapists help you to overcome bad feelings. If you're not, for example, you're at level zero, right? Like I'm neutral. If you minus twenty that's a therapist. If you're at level zero, five, ten, 10, then it's a coach, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you badly with some stuff, you don't need a coach yet. You will need, but first you need a therapist or even psychiatrist, depending on the issue, of course. Yeah, and then the last question right before the closing remarks um, is who is the person you looked up to the most growing up and now as an adult? Um, believe it or not, it's actually kind of interesting because I didn't look up to anyone growing up. I just didn't. I know it's kind of confusing because most of the people will say, I looked up to my mom or my grandma or, and I love them dearly, but I respect them. But but I don't want to say I look up to them because they, they were okay with where they at. They were good enough. They were settled. And even if I love them, it's not what I wanted. That's why I couldn't look up to them. My vision was different. So growing up, I didn't really look up to anyone. But once I hit maybe around 20, 21, like this kind of age, 
I start looking up to Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, and those motivational speakers, just Sarah Blakely, Amy Porterfield. So no one really around me I was looking up, but now I do for sure. Like some of my clubhouse friends, I look up to them, right? Because I want to be there. I want to learn from them. I want to add value to them. So just, yeah, to answer your question, when growing up, not really. I felt I was very different. Like I was very different from everyone else, like very different. But once I grow up, definitely many motivational speakers. And actually right now it's my husband. I look up to my husband for sure. And the best thing, he looks up to me because he is a business owner and he was the one who believed in me to open a business. I'm the first business owner in my family ever, in generations ever. And he was the one who saw it in me. And I was like, what are you talking about? I can be a business owner. So I look up to him and surprisingly, he's looking up to me for being so brave and moving and doing all this stuff. <laughs> well, you guys are definitely a power couple. And so that, I mean, that's, that's oh, amazing, you know, that, you know, you, you came here and you got married and you're, you're living the life that you choose you know you're living the life of like intentional living you know and so many people nowadays you know they don't live an intentional life <laughs> yeah so but yeah it's it's to me it's a little bit sad to see people living without like living a life that's without intentions and without a purpose let me ask you a question i want you to tell your audience how do you help them to live life intentionally? So my favorite thing to do is to write. Um, that is my all-time favorite thing to do. And so teaching, writing, teaching, you know, people how to express themselves on paper is my ultimate favorite thing to do. It's one of my biggest mm -hmm. passions just because me, when I was growing up with the two languages in my brain, like that was the hardest thing for me. And so my mission now, you know, is to help people and to empower them because now that I know how to do it, I want to empower others um, to write, you know, and express themselves on paper. Um, and so huh. that, that's, that's, that's what I, that's my niche. Are we talking about copywriting? Um, I mean, I've never done copywriting before. I know what it is, but I just never have tried that. But I am big on stories. Like I love writing stories and I love hearing stories and sharing stories like we shared yours today, you know? And so um, that's something that I'm so like, because of my journalism degree, I mean, I've had what, eight years of experience of writing people's stories, hearing stories and just kind of, you know, writing them and basically you know it's one of my favorite things to do you know what's so funny i supposed to be a journalist i applied to be a journalist and because i was listening to my mom was saying and she said no you journalists it's hard to find a job but when you economist or management it's easy so she put like with the best obviously she's tried the best for me but i end up going for economics and management and hating it every day so what i think as a kid we have to listen to our god sometimes we make mistakes but it's only us we know what we want and i wish i went for journalism because i love writing too 
Well, that's awesome. Like, I love writing. I'm having a master class, you know, on the 11th of this month. This is the first one. Um, it's going to be for two hours. Mainly, it's just going to be five to ten pages, helping people how to compile their life story in five to ten pages. Oh, my God. This is amazing. You have to promote this. Tell everyone. Yeah. Everywhere. I've been promoting it here and there. I have a few interviews this week to help promote it. Um, I'm going to be doing okay. one. Um, I'm going to be doing one every month. Um, and so it's going to, I'm, I'm putting it as a two weeks masterclass. So it's going to start on the 11th, but it's going to last for two weeks. And between those two weeks, I can have those one-on-one. -on -one. It's going to be two hour sessions, um, with the people that sign up at that time. And then every month I'm going to do it two weeks, two weeks out of the month. And so I'm super excited because it's my favorite thing to do. Um, and so I'm so excited. Um, is there anything else that you want to say before? No, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. I love your mission. I think it's absolutely beautiful. I love your story and I love how much value you're adding to your audience and helping them in every way you can while still raising money for such a beautiful purpose. It's really amazing. So thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, um, the masterclass, we are, we're helping um, people with... Um, autistic like people who have kids who, with autism as well as people who have kids um who suffer child abuse um you know and so i want with uh, one of my friends i think her son or daughter has autism yeah um because i have I want autistic kids i have like i have some contacts with a lot of um you know moms and dads that you know they have those same issues and so um, some of them are really struggling, not only, you know, um, mentally, you know, they're struggling financially. And so, you know, uh, my heart breaks whenever I hear or see the messages of like, you know, my son doesn't want to eat this and I don't know what's, you know, and so it's, it's, it's hard for me to say no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but, you yeah. know, sometimes, you know, you have to say no to say your best yes. And so when they asked me, you know, can you help? Um, at that moment, I said no. But then I started this because I want to say my best yes. And so, yes. And so um, I'm, I'm excited Hopefully. to definitely help them and um, as well as bring awareness because it is April. And so it's Autism Month and yeah. um, Child Abuse Month. And so I'm just so excited. Thank you so much for your time. And Thank you for having I'll me. I'll see you in the hallways on Clubhouse. I know. In the hallways, my room is tomorrow, and today we have room at 5 o'clock, by the way. We have room today and room tomorrow. Tomorrow at 7, today at 5. All right. And today is at that Eastern or happening. Eastern? What? Eastern. I'm talking all about Eastern. Okay. Yep. Awesome. Yep. I'll be in your Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I do have to run, uh, but it was such a joy to, to see your face and to just uh, give you a virtual air hug. <laughs> oh, thank, you. thank you for virtual air hug. It was such a pleasure. Thank you so much. Glad we finally made it happen. I know. Yeah. So uh, hopefully okay. it's not the last time. And uh, take care of yourself. Say hi to your husband for yep. me. And um, keep rocking it, man. You're amazing. <laughs> You are amazing. <laughs> if you're very persistent, which means you're going to succeed so much. Only people who never give up, they will succeed, and that's you. Thank you. 100%. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Take, Take care. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening to our episode. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, definitely check them out. This is Ice Left Deladon, Sachi Ice Queen, and this was Moving Mountains for You, where we focus on business owners um, who have uh, who share their wisdom when it comes to mental health, physical health, or spiritual health. And so we are definitely excited to have this platform to be able to share wisdom with you. And if you're part of Learning Idiom, um, Learning Idiom is a nonprofit um, that teaches English and Spanish virtually. It's a virtual vocational academy. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Or you can just go to our website as well. We do have a link tree. If you want to support this, definitely check click um, um definitely check us out. We have our own cash apps, just um, the money sign learning idiom. And if you are interested in being part of our students, definitely register for any of the events that we have. We have a writer's masterclass on Facebook where you can learn how to become an author. If that's interesting, if uh, you want to be an author, a co-author, or a ghostwriter, definitely check it out. So take care, God bless, and peace be with you.